Oh my gosh, this is a very nervous column lively. I woke up this morning in the Hamptons where I'd been to a great wedding. Samantha Cole got married to the man of her dreams and it was a fabulous beachfront wedding. But the waves were like six feet high. They were coming in crashing on the shore that was yesterday then this morning when i'm coming in from the hamptons i thought i was going to be blown off the highway and then who would take my place here on the colin lively show so fortunately for all of you and especially me i'm safe and sound and back in my cozy little new york apartment and i am so happy to be doing the colin lively show here on the zeus radio network for hear women talk I always have great guests. I'm telling you, I've had the most wonderful guests all the way from tattoo makeup artist to sex therapist of 74-year-old lady who claims to be having sex twice a day with two 35-year-olds, her morning man and her evening man. I've had organic farmers. I mean, you name it. It's, it I've just had everything. But... Today, I have one of my most exciting guests that I've ever had, um, someone I've known for a very, very long time. I've followed her through her operatic career. I have her DVDs, which I play constantly and just love every single song. Um, she's a great beauty, so she's very easy to look at. And a few years back, she left me here in New York City all alone without her and her spot has never been filled why did she leave because she married a Brazilian diplomat Matt who whisked her off to Brazil where in the years she's opened some charities of her own to help with causes which she will share with us but I have her on my show today because in her years of experience in Brazil, she's told me about some ancient beauty secrets of the Amazon that those gorgeous ladies with their shiny hair and perfect skin that they use. And of course, I know Brazil for many, many years as being a destination for very advanced plastic surgery. Um, in fact, I've had a little nip and tuck myself by Dr. Pitanki, who is regarded as the father of Brazilian facelifts. But before I say too much, I want to get connected to Della. Della Henry, I'm so thrilled that you're here with me today. Colin, it's wonderful to be here. Congratulations oh, on this wonderful show. Oh, I'm having such a good time. I'm connecting people with such fantastic people. You know, Della, I have just I've I've just had the greatest life. I've met the most amazing people along the way. But you I have to say that you have been one of my guiding lights. I met you at a very low point in my life and you were there supporting me. You've always given me support and you just your talents go beyond your uh, amazing singing. You just have a heart of gold. I have a feeling that comes from your Oklahoma upbringing. That must be it, absolutely. <laughs> but I well, think I... the common spirits identify one another, and your warm spirit also guided me through some you know, tur turbulent years in earlier New York, still finding my feet, getting my first opportunities. And you were there in so many marked moments of my life. 
Well, you know what? We both started out in sort of like small town America. Um, you know, lovely little lives, going to church, having Thanksgiving dinners at grandma's house and all that. And then we both ended up in these, you know, super sophisticated places. And I mean, my journey to get me to New York City and sort of a top hairdresser here has been an interesting journey. And I've met lots of wonderful people along the way. But your journey took you from Oklahoma to being a, a, a shining leader down in Brazil. How did this happen? I think it comes exactly from where you talk about strong roots, strong identity of self, and uh, you know a never-ending need to learn more, search out other ideas, learn new concepts, apply new principles, so that in the end all these things come together and actually you grow and you you grow beyond what you even think you can. And when I went to Brazil. It obviously was a you know a life changing experience. I didn't know the language. I was leaving my country, leaving my family. The only thing I took with me was my great great grandmother's rocking chair and my New York City ASPCA cat. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and literally like a, a song in my heart. <laughs> there's nothing like a New York City cat. It was kind of the you know. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah. take on anything. They've got the sharpest claws in the feline world. <laughs> they need them just to survive here. Well, you know, in relationships, we put our feet down on this on the oddest. Uh, uh, you know, it can sometimes hinge on the oddest difficulties or points of points of argument. And mine was my cat, because uh, South America is not really a cat friendly region. I'm sure that came over with the pirates and the people that came on boats that the cats were. You know, uh, just like in Jamaica, they're seen kind of as bad luck. So honestly, that was a pretty big accomplishment to get my cat to come with me. Well, I'm glad you went to a country where you could take your cat. My cousin, Kendra, has to move to Japan, and apparently she can't take her little Cavalier King Charles, Emma Grace, uh, off to Japan. So fortunately, through Facebook, we found some homes for immigrants to go to i mean kendra's not leaving for another 10 months or so so for now kendra kendra can keep immigrants but honestly we have over 20 wonderful homes for kendra to go to and through facebook i've reconnected with so many people including you we can communicate via instant message on facebook um which i as i get older and each time I look in the mirror, I think either the artisans of mirrors have lost some of their talent, or I indeed am having age march right across my face, <laughs> and I <laughs> and it's making <laughs> a, a very clear march right across my forehead. But I go to the J Sisters, where the which are those seven Brazilian sisters who are the toast of yeah. New York. And they send a lot of their clients down to Brazil. They have these great procedures with the top plastic surgeons. One of them was very fat. She went to Brazil and had some sort of surgery. She came back all thin. Now that you're in Brazil, why is Brazil leading the way in so many procedures and and techniques and treatments for keeping us young? Well, Brazil, of course, is a tropical country. So everything you do in Brazil is in the outdoors or deals with the outdoors. It's also a very warm climate. There's no, you know, seasonal changes. We have hot and dry, maybe in the south, I, I take that back. 
but for the most part of the country. It's hot and wet or hot and dry. So you're honestly, constantly in very, you know, very slinky kind of clothing, very flimsy fabrics, just because it's hot. And beaches, obviously, it's the largest country that's got the most beaches in the entire world. So everything, though I live most of the time in Brasilia, which is inland, that's the, you know, the capital that was formed in 1960, everything is beach and air and water and light. So people are very conscious of their connection with the earth and being part of it and being part of the beauty of it. And I suppose that freedom and that openness just makes everyone want to look and be the best they possibly can. And with their close connection with France, because the Portuguese founded Brazil, and the Portuguese are actually descendants of the French nobles, not the Spanish. So a lot of their education system, their monarchical system, their empirical system is devised according to the French model, and they have very close ties in the medicinal world of France also, which is where Pitangui that you mentioned studied brought the techniques back to Brazil, and they don't have the strong FDA as the United States has. They do have a very powerful health ministry, but they don't seem to mother over things quite as delicately as the American system is. So they were able to get in right before anyone else was doing things and start to work. Mm. Well, I know 20 years ago, I went to Brazil, which at the time I, I actually saw Dr. Ivo P- P- Pitanqui. Isn't he fabulous? A fabulous. And I, um, I was treated so graciously. Yeah. I have friends that live in Sao Paulo, so I was able to go really cheap. A lot, I could afford my plane ticket, my housing, my, my surgery, and for way less than what the procedure would have been here in New York City. That's right. And That's the cost of the procedure. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, I literally wiped years off my face. And, and <laughs> by the time I got back to New York, I was down there for about 10 days. I didn't even have any sign of doing it. They just said, oh, Colin, that trip to Brazil must have been very restful. You look gorgeous and i said thank you so much yes it was being down there in the amazon that helped me exactly well della when we get back from our break i want you to tell us some of the other things that you've discovered such as you know whatever you want to share with us i am all ears and i'm always ready to try anything to make me look young but we'll be back in a minute with more of della henry We're back with Della Henry on the Colin Lively Show on Hear Women Talk for the Zeus Radio Network. And Della, while we were gone, I checked some of my emails because I get quite a few people sending me questions on emails. And one of my biggest fans is that 74-year-old sex therapist, Hattie. And she has a question. Are the men as good-looking as the women are in Brazil? (laughs) I have to handle this diplomatically. (laughs) I have to meet this Hattie, too. That's hilarious. Oh, have you ever lived? No. (laughs) The women in Brazil are drop-dead gorgeous. They just are blessed with these fabulous bodies until they hit about 30, and then they have to start working at it. You've been down there. You've seen. What do you think about the men in Brazil? Oh, darling. You know, when, 
What is that song? The boy from Ipanema goes walking, and as he passes, each one he passes goes, Oh my God, did you see that? Tom Jobin. I'm sure he's enjoying that. And I'll tell you another thing. They sure don't spend, <laughs> they don't use much fabric in the swimsuits. No. I mean, I think a couple of inches of fabric is about it, and it's very stretchy and very revealing. Thank God for dark glasses so they can't see the eyes tracing them as they walk across the beach. I have to say that, I mean, I think that I have seen more absolutely gorgeous men and women in Brazil than anywhere I've ever seen. I mean, when you go to Carnival, these people are stripped down to next to nothing, both both sexes, and it, it's just beyond belief. But you I, know what that beauty is, Colin, and I think you'll agree with me on this. At the base, of the root of all that, yes, they're in good shape, they're young, they're healthy, they're, their weight is under control, but you know what they are? They're confident. They are sure of themselves. They are confident. They are there to enjoy themselves. And it's just there's a purity in knowing, you know, that they are who they are, and they just exude a beauty that is coupled with confidence that truly, I think, is the key to beauty for anybody. Mm. Well, <clears throat> I mean, one of the things I, I do notice about Brazilians and even some other I don't know if Brazilians are considered the Latin culture because they don't they don't speak Spanish but they're right. certainly part of the South American culture exactly. and we have our Caribbean Day festival coming up and I see so much joy that I wish I could see more of in this country I think this country right now is is being weighted down with a lot of uh, issues that that tend to polarize us and it's it's hard to stay joyful but i know myself when i'm worried about something uh i sort of get the the eyebrows that come together and the furrowed brow that i don't see on a lot of people who do have joy I've, i find that music dance keep me focused on being joyful they keep me lithe and uh in the game but uh you know, I agree with you that, that the Brazilians have a special zest for life that many cultures do not have. But also, I mean, I know there's there are a couple of hair products that are really making big waves in uh, the beauty industry. A couple of years ago, a product came out called Ojan. I don't know if you're familiar with this product. The OG product? Uh, the Italian line? Well, no, this line is Brazilian. It's oh. O-J-O-N. And supposedly they're using something from the Amazon that, that oh, they're is... They're probably using jojoba, which is a very popular product in the shampoos and conditioners to soften the thicker hairs. I'm blonde, so I don't always relate to their hair issues. And hair is extremely important in Brazil. Any, any woman, any girl will go to her hairdresser to have her hair blown out. And I've even noticed here in the States they've started advertising Brazilian blow-dries and that's exactly what it is, that they just go in to make their hair just, you know, share straight, you know, that kind of 1970s super, super straight, which is the epitome of hair health and beauty. Because only the healthy hairs can be straightened, you know, as you know, as a hairdresser. Well, New York has gone wild for this uh, Brazilian keratin treatment, which is what you're yes. referring to. Right. And, uh, I mean, frizzy hair is a big problem with, with, with this country, and particularly 
with women here in New York, being a New York hairdresser, I can tell you that women practically worship their hair and it becomes a major fashion accessory. Um, and, you know, Absolutely. the humidity, if there's the least little bit of wave in a person's hair, the frizz comes in. And so everybody's getting these keratin treatments. And I have to tell you, these keratin treatments are running in the hundreds of dollars. Are they? Uh, well, it's worth a trip to Brazil just for that then. Well, I mean, there are salons here that are charging $700 for these keratin treatments. But, you know, being in the beauty industry for, for as many years as I have been, we've always had relaxers. But many of these relaxers really damaged the hair. So they went from curly hair to some sort of straight but damaged hair, which was, wasn't any better than the curly hair. I mean, I'm not saying that curly hair is a bad thing, but there Absolutely. are people that don't want curly hair that were born with it. And now they can deal with this now i have clients that have these brazilian relaxers with the keratin in them that right. not only either relax or completely straighten the curl but leave the hair in better condition yes. than it was before the treatment oh definitely and they they've really got it down to a science a lot of these techniques they brought from the japanese or what they'll sell in brazil as a japanese treatment but it is the keratin treatments that they use down there because they've you know, there's the largest Japanese colony outside of Japan lives in Brazil, which I'm sure a few people know. But their ideal of that straight, straight dark hair is just the height of beauty. Well, and now I, I, a lot of my clients who have had these keratin treatments, first of all, as we get older, whether we gray or we don't gray, our hair does start to age. It loses its vibrancy. It loses the usefulness of of shiny hair. When you see a teenager, I mean, I always think <laughs> that the our prettiest hair years are when we are 13 and 14, when we're going through those puberty years, when we still have our childlike silky hair mixed mm. with our adult hair. But after we're in our late teens, early 20s, we only have what I call our adult hair. By the time we're in our late 20s, and definitely by the time we're into our mid-30s and beyond, uh, the hair starts to lose that natural glow. These keratin treatments create this the shine, luster of that what I call 13- and 14-year-old hair. So they not only get rid of the frizz that we have a big problem with in humid and hot New York, but the shine is amazing. That's an, well, and I I, re, I recall, uh, Colin, it was you who told me when I was about 23 and starting to lose my pretty blonde that when I was ready to color my hair to let you know, and fate made that happen, didn't it? I don't know if well, you remember that story. I, and I remember by the time you were in your late twenties, we we were sprucing the color up, and <laughs> I mean, a lot of people as they age want to go blonde, and I'm here to tell you that a lot of people who are blonde definitely should not be blonde. It, it doesn't do any 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 favors for them, but. When people get blonde on the brain, they, they, I can't get it off the brain. <laughs> and, but you are a fantastic blonde, but you've got those blue eyes and, and pale skin, which I'm sure stands out in the crowd in Brazil. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do we know about ancient beauty secrets of Brazil? Because I know that there are 
practices that people have today that come from generations ago? What can you tell me about some of those? You know, I've been researching that just as my own in, in my own my own uh, research because in Brazil, you know, people get massages quite commonly, and it's really inexpensive. You can buy a series of ten massages for about two hundred and fifty reais, which is about now about one hundred and forty dollars. So you're going to wow. get, you know, probably five uh, massages for that, or t- depending where you buy it, you know, different packages. You know, but you're going to be paying about fifteen, twenty dollars per hour-long massage, and it's very widespread. Um, just as all Brazilians, all Brazilians take care of their hair. Brazilian women are also very good about their their manicures and their pedicures, and this idea of cleanliness and and being well cared for, and not so much as Americans as we were talking about, you know look at as doing something selfish to, to primp themselves up. No, it's a sign to a Brazilian that they have the means and the infrastructure to be well cared for and to do these things. So everyone from the maid to the maid's maid gets their manicure. Uh, when there's a special event or a party, they get their hair done. They'll probably get a massage. And when they want to lose weight in particular, which I know in this country we used to do, was getting a massage. And a lot of that is direct descended from the Amazon. When, when they didn't have medicine at hand or when their natural herbal remedies, and I do have some here, the massage was a very holistic healing way of detoxifying, of renewing the energies. You know, there's a whole spiritual thing that not just the Indians invented with a, what's it called, a Ruva, a Ruvana massage, whatever. And it's just been wide, widespread. So I would highly recommend anyone just wanting a quick pick-me-up if you've got two hours you need to go out, get a massage, and get a manicure, and you'll be a new person. And I know this isn't earth-shattering, but this is honestly what a lot of those people do who don't either have a lot of resources, literally live in the middle of the jungle and want to look pretty that night, and they do look pretty that night, I can tell you. They have the means to go out and get a massage and get a quick manicure and get their hair blown dry. And they're able to walk into a room and exude exactly that confidence and joy that we were discussing with the most simple, basic things that are so important. You know, mm. and keeping your weight under control is a big is a big issue. And they've come up with lots of teas. Brazilians aren't known to be tea drinkers, but it's because they take their teas more as herbal home remedies. Mm. So for losing weight, they have certain teas. For uh, if you've got a hangover and you need to look pretty the next day, they have a tea. Oh, well, I wouldn't know about a hangover. (laughs) So when we get back, you're going to have to share which tea that I can advise my friends to use because I have friends who have hangovers. (laughs) But unfortunately, before I get the name of that special tea that I can send on to my friends, um, we have to take another break, and we'll be right back with Della Henry with Secrets of the Brazilian Beauties and... Me, Colin Lively, on The Colin Lively Show. Well, I'm back with Della Henry. And as we were leaving, we were talking about beauty secrets of of, uh, the Brazilians. And we were talking about how joyful some of these people that don't have nearly what most of us in America have. 
and the zest they have for life. But Della, what I see a lot more of in this country, I do see stress and worry on people's faces, which it shows. It shows sometimes in the bodies when people start to feel be down. They their shoulders start to round over. We overeat. We perhaps overdrink. We put on these extra pounds. Um, you know, and it, it it is difficult when 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 things are starting to fall apart. I mean, we've you and I have lived during the best times in this country, and for the first time in my life, I see people struggling. And you know, even I am starting to feel the the pinch. Fortunately, the industry that I am in, when economic downturns come, my industry just flourishes because people may not be able to go on a vacation. You know. Families of four coming to New York, staying in hotels that are $300, $400, $500 a night, taking the kids off to Disney World. That's a lot of money. And when we're worried, we think hard before we, we do things like that. But one of the things that people do start to do, many of the things people start to do, is they take care of themselves. They relax with a massage. They get acupuncture. They go to meditations. I mean, I know here in New York City, beauty practices, beauty salons, spas are opening up all over the place. And what used to be these inexpensive Asian manicure places have turned into full-fledged spas, which are still a little less than they used to be. So I, for one, (laughs) I benefit from the economic downturn. But do you think because people have less that they do start to focus more on I mean, I know that they do. You already said that. But do you know... Well, I another do. Thing. I understand completely what you mean. And, and I think my husband, growing up in Brazil, grew up during the military dictatorship when literally there was one brand of milk. There was one cut of beef. There was, you know, a socialistic kind of upbringing. So I think a lot of what we're seeing, too, when you ask, you know, why did plastic surgery, let's say, you know, really flourish in Brazil... It became kind of an outcropping of identity in a time when things were not accessible. And it started becoming that you do have control over certain things and you can control your own body. And this sense of freedom and confidence really started to, you know, get tapped into for the people who could afford it, even in the dictatorship. But, the you know, the young people who still can, you know, eat one meal a day, and I'll tell you, that's rice and maybe some beans if they have the money, they'll still do their manicure they'll still make sure they take care of their basic appearance because they know that that is tied in with their beauty, which ties in with how the world sees them and how they see the world. Mm. So I think, as you're saying, you know, when an economic downturn comes, people shrink their lives a little bit also. And maybe they realize, hey, I, that, you know, that, that movie and dinner that's going to cost me $50 I really don't need. It would be fun to stay home, make a big salad, uh, get a Netflix movie, which I love Netflix. I just signed up. Uh, I've just been back in the U.S. for three years. I'm like a kid in a candy store. But, (laughs) you know, we do tend to say, hey, you know, I don't have the money, but I really don't need it either. So why don't I go down to the corner, like I love New York, and you're right, one of my manicure places now gives facials, gives massage, does uh, reflexology, which I love, and... I can pop in there after a meeting and spend two hours and come out like a new person. Well, and I mean, the prices are, are 
certainly softened too. I mean, I, I was the artistic director for Elizabeth Arden, Red Door Salons for, for 10 years. You were and, fabulous at that. And that's, that's, yeah, that was fabulous. And in those days when, I mean, we're talking about the, the late eighties and the nineties when money just seemed to be falling out of the sky. <laughs> I mean, in, even 10, 15 years ago, a one hour body massage was in the multi hundreds. I mean, it was yeah. nothing to spend 250, 300, yeah. 350. But now even high, you know, high caliber spas like Elizabeth Arden, Red Door, you can go there now and get services much lower price because People have become very price conscious. They want more bang for their buck. These other spas like have, that have grown out of these nail salons. I mean, it used to be you could go to one of these Asian nail salons in New York City and get a manicure and pedicure for, for $19. Well, the prices are a little bit higher. The, they've, they've, the services are more luxurious. Uh, they've got all the services that the high-end spas have, have offered. They've upped their prices. The other spas have lowered their prices. It's so true. That's interesting. Yeah. Beauty is a bargain now in New York City. And New York City is one of the places in this country that really does work on being beautiful. I mean, it's highly competitive here. When you walk down the street in yeah. New York City and you see people in shape, well-groomed, you know, the greatest uh, shoes, uh, not one chipped nail in the whole city. It puts some fire under under me. You know, when I lived in other places, Cleveland, I lived in Cleveland for many years, which I loved and I still love to this day. But when I was in a car, rather than walking down the street, it was a little bit easier to, to be a little slovenly in my appearance because no one was going to see me anyway. But I'm here to tell you, I live just two blocks off Fifth Avenue. And if you think I'm going to walk down Fifth <laughs> Avenue with a chip nail, um, you yeah, another you know, Fifth Avenue. <laughs> oh, she sings for us. I mean, that's the golden voice of Della Henry. Oh, no, that's just, just having fun. But, you know, I think it's also very important, people that are, you know, we're all beauty conscious. We all want to be the best we can be. I do believe that. And what you're describing to me are people who inspire me. I, too, moved to the city. I had lived in South Carolina just before that. I'd come originally from Oklahoma, where beauty can represent to the community at large someone who thinks they're better than others. And I mm. think it's very, very important that we maintain that what something represents to us as beauty might not represent as beauty to someone else. And therefore, those of us that do work at it, work in it, although I don't even like to say work at it, it is a pleasure. I like being able to take care of myself. I like giving myself that time, that space, that break. I like being able to bring that value to my friends. But not everyone sees it that way, as we know, living in other regions where, you know, what do they call them, Birkenstocks? Uh, right. You know, and, and if you're wearing nail polish, I live in Washington, D.C., and trust me, no one wears nail polish except, if, you know, a select few, and their stamps is obviously not inside the government, which mm -hmm. is a whole other set of rules. So the, the, this Housewives of D.C., I, I hope you all notice, none of them actually live in D.C., <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I, I, 
I uh, have avoided these housewife shows. I mean, I, I have a very good friend that's one of the housewives of uh, New York. She's oh, really? hardly a housewife. You know, <laughs> Luke who I've known for many, many years and is one of my best friends. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she's made a bed in her life. She certainly hasn't driven the kids to school. <laughs> How she got cast as a housewife is beyond me. You know, she's got her townhouse off Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. She has her estate in Bridgehampton. This is, I mean, I grew up in West Virginia. I lived Hello. in Cleveland for years. I know what a housewife is, and it ain't Luann de Lesseps. Well, <laughs> I have, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm doing my little herbal teas today and trying to knock off a few pounds that I gained being back in the U.S., and I had the air conditioning fixed yesterday afternoon, so I hear you. Oh, just in time. You had passed all the hot weather, and now we're ready to have uh, Don't get me started on that. Sorry. Our, our landlord's left the country. It's been a nightmare. Anyway. Well, as, as we were going Back to, to break, beauty. <laughs> you were going to give me the name of a tea that I can pass on to my friends about how to rid oh. of themselves of a hangover. If they imbibe a little too much. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, now don't think I'm crazy. This really works, so I'm told. This is, tells you, the bananas cure a hangover. But it's not what you think. You're supposed to get about 60 grams of the, pen, the banana peel and add it to a liter of water and boil them together, you know, just like you would a tea, maybe, you know, five to seven minutes. I do mine a little stronger. Some people say three to five. I like to always keep a tea five to seven. And drink that about three times a day, and that will knock out your hangover. Mm. Absolutely no drugs involved. They also uh, say, huh? No. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> 60 grams of banana peel. Now, you know what? I live in a country that thinks in ounces and pounds. What does that translate to? I say about the size of the palm of your hand. How's okay. that? We're not going to really use, go around weighing banana peels, are we? Let's be honest. And do you use the whole peel or, or yes. the outside or the just the whole well, peel? Just the out, well, the outside, the, the skin, not the inside. You can eat the inside if you want. So we, and a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so that'll cure me of a hangover. Yes, it will. You just keep that handy and have about three times a day. You will you will be good to go. Wow. Yeah. And they're very convinced, you know, arthritis. I've had arthritis since I was a small child. And down there, I got I got hooked on this tea that they make out of they call it ipple, but it's kind of a celery. It's a small celery derivative, and it really helps diminish the uritic the uric acid in your system. So anyone that's got some arthritic pains, because when you're in pain, it's very hard to be beautiful or even pretend you're beautiful. And that that right? is so true. That is so true. Again, massage. Hello. Massage and movement. Uh, yes. You know, I've, I've got a little arthritis too, and I make sure that I, I go to my dance practice three times a week. And I might go into my dance practice a little stiff, you know, knees that don't want to straighten up as, as quickly as they used to. And I know that movement and exercise really okay. helps. Now, there, Brazilians do a special kind of dance, I think. What, what do they call is it? What is it? Samba? Oh, the samba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not really something they walk around the streets. The television does romanticize that quite a bit. 
but it's a whole different kind of rhythm of music. It's phenomenal. And the upper body really doesn't move much. And it's circular from the hips down, whereas uh, many dances, especially in this country, are are more uh, linear rather rather than than, uh, circular. Well, it's a juxtaposition because your feet are actually going backwards and forwards and side to side while your hips are doing a circle. So you really don't move your upper body whatsoever. You just uh, samba. Wow. And I know I notice here and through my dance practice, Americans tend to dance from the waist up. Yeah. You know, with a lot of arm movements and whatnot. In my dance practice, the five rhythms, which is much like what you just described with the samba, our movements start in the lower spine and they become more more circular, which okay. gives your spine a different kind of workout. And you know we all we end up with a lot of hip problems in this country and knee problems because we're walking in straight lines, we're dancing in straight lines, and it's important to reverse that motion so that you get, I don't know, whatever proper. Well, you're training the other ligaments. You're you're for, you're fortifying and training. That makes total sense. You know, if you only strengthen your quadriceps, you know your 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 lateral muscles and, and ligaments and, and tendons won't know how to react in an, in an emergency. Well, and it looks kind of sexy too. It, 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 it certainly looks a lot sexier than, say, the monkey or the jerk. Now I'm giving my age away by saying that I remember them. My older brother used to do the monkey and the jerk. I remember when I was really young. <laughs> But you know, so the samba can be incredibly small and simple, and not in in that simplicity. If you really watch, you can always go on YouTube and look up samba or carnival and, and see some real Brazilians doing samba. If you if they had clothes on them, um, it's really not that seductive of a dance. It's not as outlandish as some of the Latino dances, you know, that we know of that are you know much more flamboyant and have you know tango and brisk movements. No, samba is very Brazilian. It's very smooth. It's subtle. Uh, it's nuanced. The, the language is very, 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 very subtle in the dance. So this is a very special culture that uh, does things a, a lot different than what we do here in in our culture, including, you know, their their procedures and, like you say, they're not as tightly regulated by the government in their surgical procedures and. You, they do have that amazing Amazon that's full of plants and trees that, that give us, you know, special saps or whatever, the roots that we turn into beauty treatments. And one of the things I want to touch on when we get back from this break that we're about to take is prices. Well, I mean, we I go to the department stores here and look at the prices of products and I say, you know what, I just have to let the wrinkles and the sags take over because I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to go broke affording this, these La Mer creams that are $500 for an ounce. But we'll talk about more beauty secrets and techniques and practices from Brazil with Della Henry when we get back from this break.
It's Colin Lively, back with my special guest, Della Henry. And before we even started our show, Della gave me one beauty secret that I've been using while we're on the air. She said that uh, a totally free beauty practice that Brazilian people use is they put ice on their faces and on their eyes. And I've been sitting here for the last 45 minutes with ice over my eyes. I just looked into the mirror. And before we started our show, I had sort of like baggy little puffs underneath my eyes. I've got the eyes of an 18-year-old now. So... It worked, and it didn't cost me a dime. I used New York City water ice, and for free, I've replaced years from under my eyes. My so, wonderful facialist from the Amazon taught me that to get rid of a very deep pimple. I didn't believe her, but it works. And what about, the, I mean, I know my J sisters tell me that there's some fruit salad mask that they that they use. Oh, I know, a wonderful one, that? yes. Oh, my heavens, yes, with uh, 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 pineapple and melon and, and green grapes and banana. Oh, yeah. And what do you do? You put it in a blender and just mix it all together? Right, you just cut them up, smush them together. It's always better to do with your hands. Let's just, let's, let's be honest, you know, hands-on can be very fun with, fruit and then you just wow. put it you put it in the refrigerator for at least an hour and then you spread it on your face and your body and you just rest for about half an hour and uh, it's just wonderful especially like if you're at the, a pool or if you're somewhere warm and then you just take a quick warm shower afterwards and it just feels delightful if you want so, to when you're rinsing it off and you're gonna you want to linger a little long in the shower just put a little sugar in any basic body cream and lightly exfoliate your skin um, and, and jump in the shower once again, and you'll just come out totally renewed. Wow, that's amazing. We've got a caller now uh, with a question. It's Marilyn uh, from Tennessee. Marilyn, are you there? Yes, I am calling. I have a cold. I hope you can hear me. Oh, you poor thing. There's nothing worse than a summer cold. But uh, no, what is your... I'm so interested. This has been a, a very interesting show, and I'm uh, so interested in the, going back to the topic of the teas. I got the celery tea, but I'm also interested in a detox tea, a natural detox tea, and headaches. Oh, wonderful. There are several things you can do for a detox tea. Let me look here in a note. I have a wonderful tea that actually comes from Paraguay, and then they've adapted the recipe that uses boldle, which I'm not even sure of the translation. I'll make sure I'll pass that to the production to get, if you want to leave your email, I'll make sure I get that to you. And it's just all based on herbs, and you drink it for about two weeks. You can continue your regular diet, and you will just feel fantastic afterwards. But I can look that up and send it to you. And what was the other I would appreciate that. And the other question was a headache. I have friends who have migraines frequently, and do you have something in particular for that that you know prefer that? Well, I would say most of all, again, they have a, a just a flower. It's just a, I'm trying to think what it's called in English. In Portuguese, it's called alicadine. I did make a point to make some notes about what you know, people might want to know. And you use the flower. Usually everything they do for the herbal remedies, you should do fresh or as fresh as you can get it. Um, even if you actually cut grass outside. You know how people put them in tents, yes. real intense. A lot of people will just put that in with a, uh, a cask, uh, cask, how do you say cask, the, the lime uh, rind, 
and boil those together and let that steep for about five minutes. Okay, that's the lime rind and cut grass and boil them about five minutes and boil and, and steep spread them the five tea, minutes. Right, like you would a regular tea. I'm just trying to quickly translate this other one. Oh, rosemary, of course. Rosemary okay. is wonderful when you've got those just deadly headaches, and you, I, I get those occasionally on hot days, and you just don't want to move. Get fresh rosemary, you go through the same process. If you can use the entire you know, flower, that's best. You know, use the seeds, the flower, all of it. Kind of smash them okay. off and boil them. Let it steep, and just sip on that you know, for about half an hour. And, and I, again, ice. I always say ice is great for everything. And uh, just take you know, the uh, rosemary. Just about everybody uses rosemary. That's a, a really easy and good idea. Let me ask you: Does rosemary also have detox elements in it? Absolutely. Rosemary is amazing. It's been used, you know, in, in culinary dishes forever. But it's really well known as an antioxidant. So okay, detox benefit. Rosemary. Uh, let's see. Uh, weight loss. <laughs> well, my weight loss tea. Okay, let me find it here. I just, I just, I just printed it up so I'd have it handy. Well, I know the Chinese are great for the with the weight losses, but I'm sure there's something growing in the Amazon that would be helpful too. Well, they're yeah. very common things, and I tried to make a point to find recipes that we have access here because you know, fighting weight, anything, fighting age is, is 25 percent. Genetic. The other seventy-five percent is what you put into your body and what you do with your body. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So to lose weight, I'll try to be quick. Um, uh, flaxseed oil. You get one tablespoon of flaxseed oil, one okay. tablespoon ground cinnamon. Oh, I have to look this one up. I forgot to look this up. I think it's basil. One uh, tablespoon of fresh basil. Yes. And a liter of water. Boil it all up together, and then let it simmer for three months, three minutes. Okay. And then they suggest, and my friends have done this and swear by it, to drink three cups per day for a month, and you will lose weight. Mm. Three Hot cups per day for a month. Okay. Now the um, um, fruit mix. The fruit mix of body. Yes. <laughs> you you uh, stay online and leave your email address with me so that I can pass it on to to Della because I'm going to have to say okay. goodbye to both of you. Unfortunately, I'm running out of time, and I want to make sure Della gets if she has a website or whatever. Oh yeah. However, we can keep up with Della and um, get more of her tips. How do we keep stay in touch with you, Della? Well, right now, I just started a Twitter account of News DC that's really to do with international political news, and I'm putting together a formal uh, a charity to help a lot of projects in Brazil and also make these kind of connections of common things in Brazil that we can do here, and that's going to be called Instrumental. It's just that one word, and it'll probably .org. I haven't reserved this spot yet. But also, just through News DC on Twitter, you can definitely find me and send questions. And once we get up the charity itself or the blog, um, we'll be happy to let you know more. 
and we can see you, your your beauty, and hear your great singing. If we go to YouTube, Della Henry, you're there. I've seen you many times. And to Amazon.com and find Della's CDs, which I highly suggest. And we've come to the end of our show. But before we leave, I want to tell you, Della, that next week I have a woman, 60-plus, who was just crowned Miss uh, senior Nevada. She'll be competing later this summer in Atlantic City for Miss Senior America. And I want to get her beauty secrets for staying so gorgeous and vital into her 60s. And I hope you can join us. And I would love to have you back in the future, Della, with more great beauty secrets. And this is Colin Lively saying goodbye for today for the Zeus Radio Network on Hear Women Talk. Thank you, Della. Thank you, Colin. Congratulations, Zeus.